Yes, this is Monday Night Sports Talk. However, this week's edition, because of the holiday, it will be a best of Monday Night Sports Talk on a Tuesday afternoon posted for Tuesday evening. Hi, I'm Reavers. Sorry to disappoint you. But uh, I've picked out a couple of best of segments that I think that you will enjoy. And in honor of the state today officially uh, making marijuana legal in the great state of Minnesota, I brought back this gem. It uh, was around... 2014, I believe, and it has to do with um, the fact that, um, well, just listen for yourself. The Pope smokes dope. God gave him the grass. The Pope smokes dope. He likes his fucking mouth. The Pope smokes dope. He's a head. The Pope smokes dope. The Pope smokes dope. Now, in doing research Who's for Dave this song, Peel? David Peel did the song, and as Johnny pointed out, this was produced by John Lennon and Yoko in 1972. <laughs> oh, really? I don't like it. I knew there was a Lennon connection, but I couldn't remember what it who was. Who was is David Peel? Uh, Just a Johnny. British fella. Just nothing. Uh, probably Lennon's pot dude. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> boys, boys. He was busy. Boys, 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 boys. Yes. We are fact-based. All right, yes, let's sir. go. The vessel in which incense is burned during a, a religious ceremony uh-huh. is called a thurible. Well, I wouldn't have gotten that one. And right. an altar boy who carries it is called the thurifer. <laughs> I was a thurifer was until a thurifer. I got tossed on altar boys. A thurible, T H U R I B L E, thurible. Mm. At the head shops, wow. they just call them incense boats. <laughs> incense boats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of music, there's been a couple. I think of... we could be in trouble for that. No, oh, the Pope's oh, got I'm a talking sense. Theologically speaking. Oh. Oh, this, this guy's got this guy's got a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the previous guy, when the old German was wait, running wait, things, wait, I was wait a, a little now, more nervous. You're worried about a mortal getting in trouble with a mortal? If I were you, I would be looking to the heavens yeah, and worried about true. getting in trouble with him. Well, I ain't worried about Kenny, that. Kenny, I keep telling you, I got the nine first Fridays. I got that Plus in my pocket. Louis. I got that in my pocket, the we nine first started. Fridays. Yeah. The nine first Fridays. Yeah. The promise was if you uh, received the sacrament of communion on nine consecutive first Fridays of the month, yeah. you would have a chance yeah. on your deathbed Basically. to repent. Keep total consciousness. Basically. Yes, to repent. <laughs> what you're saying and is if they're nice. lying about that, they're lying about everything. So That's basically right. you bought your way out of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, my mother made me go to about 400 first Fridays in a row. <laughs> A couple of deaths in the music world. The That's last all one. carbon trading is, by the way. It's <laughs> plenary indulgence. You're paying to sin. You're absolutely right. Yep. A couple of deaths in the music world the last couple of days. Uh-oh. Jerry Goffin, prolific lyricist, mm-hmm. who with his then-wife and songwriting partner Carol King wrote tons of hits, died Thursday at his home in L.A. Uh, with Carol King, he wrote, among other tunes, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, Up on the Roof, the Motion, yeah. One Fine Day, and yeah. literally... Dozens. Yes. How about Pleasant Valley Sunday? Pleasant yeah. Valley yep. Sunday. He could crank monkeys. him out. He was uh, the king of Tin Pan Alley. Crying in the rain by the Everly Brothers. Yeah. How long were he and uh, Carol hitched? Uh, they got unhitched before she had her big hit. Yeah, I think okay. early seventy. Early on. Yeah, yeah, because wasn't her uh, wasn't Tapestry seventy two? Mm-hmm. John, I was thinking seventy. But I oh, could was be it? Wrong. I could. Oh. Be wrong. Uh, she it, could write a song too. Oh, though, she right? was so good. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, she could. Uh, Jerry Goffin, by the way, was seventy five. But Carol's still with us. We don't have to. Yeah, no, no, she's fine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, the one that I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Kenny, that I made Kenny depressed with. It also, this is also, really sad. also depressed me. One of the great jazz pianists and composers has died. Horace Silver died at his home in New Jersey. He'd been in deteriorating health for several years. Back in 1953, Silver and drummer Art Blakey teamed up to form the Jazz Messengers, one of the most influential groups in jazz. Now, he had a profound impact on musicians everywhere. Uh, you might recognize this one. This was stolen by a rock band, this little motif here. Uh, this is Horace's song, For My Father. Well, Steely Dan. Well, that's correct, yes. They stole that motif for... Well, they didn't steal it. They, well, they, they, they used it. Did they pay for it? Oh, I'm they, sure they did. No, they actually did not pay really? for it. Really? Yes, yeah, so I've done research on that. Wow, how do you get away with that? No, however, they complimented Horace Silver every chance they got. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, you want to play Warmest the... personal regards. <laughs> yes. well, and most of the music uh, or the opinions I've read about it said had Horace wanted to, but apparently they were friends with Is Horace Is that Ricky Silver. Don't Lose That Number? Yeah, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> Boy, that's... Yeah. That's fairly blatant. Yes. Uh, they apparently were friends with Horace Silver, so uh, he didn't yeah. mind and probably was very, you know, he thought that was nice. Yeah, that. that's mm -hmm. what I always thought mm -hmm. it was. And, uh, that they were in love with each other. That Is that was, from Asia? No, no, that's from uh, that's from Pretzel Logic. Pretzel Logic. Yeah. Hmm. That was the, actually, and I, I was reading today, I saw that was their biggest hit, and I thought songs from Asia were bigger than that. I thought Peg was bigger than that. Me too. Deacon Blues. And, you don't like them too much, do you, John? Uh, Steely Dan, yeah. possibly, aside from the Beatles, my favorite band. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> his first gig was with Stan Getz. I mean, his first gig of note, and then shortly thereafter, he left. But Did I mean, Art Blakey ever play with Miles Davis? Oh, many times, yeah. yeah they recorded a number of Did times. Did he do yeah. uh, uh, Miles' famous album, uh, no. Kind of Blue? No. Okay. That was not art. That was, uh, oh, I, I forget. Yeah. But no, but he was in the Jazz mes Messengers. Mes you know. yeah. All right, let's get back on brand. Well, but wait a minute. You guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys are failing to recall their happen. best hit ever. Okay. Tiger's good. <laughs> that hurts. Oh, they, they didn't, they didn't Tiger's going to play at Congressional next week. Oh, we had that last time. All right. Oh. <laughs> Does Horace. this mean, do you think he'll play in the British? Oh, Army? hell yes. Yeah. Okay. He's back. Horace Silver was 85. By Played the way. with Coleman Hawkins, Lester Young. He was yeah. incredible. Wrote some great songs. Yeah. Wonderful songs. The Preacher, Song for My Father. He kind of flaked out there towards the end, but uh, or in the late 90s, wasn't it, where he started recording those inspirational things? That oh, was kind of yeah. weird on the <laughs> label. They were. He also but, did some vocal ones in this. Yeah, yeah, and they were really kind of bland. glad to hear you that. I say that, Kenny, because one of my Twitter oh. rules is... If you send out inspirational messages, I block you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I stand behind that 100%. Anyone who starts the oh, day with a little, like, those uh, positive notes. Yeah, oh, oh, my yeah. God, they block make me so angry. in which everyone has their own conversation. <laughs> Patrick, uh, my, my inspirational phrase is, nothing makes me happier than hate. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I read today? You know what I read today? What? Negative people are the most efficient at their job. Yep. Yes. Yep. Wow. We must be getting a hell of a lot of content. <laughs> Embrace the hate. <laughs> welcome Love the hate, you, man. Welcome to Krabby Coffee. Uh, <laughs> and a funeral director. You said you wanted one you wanted cup. One lady? <laughs> you want one cup? Here's your one cup right here. In Great Britain, or Australia, I'm sorry, a funeral director had to store the body of a 441-pound man in her car overnight oh. because the hospital morgue refused to accept the corpse for being too fat. <laughs> oh, my. Joanne Cummings said... What is this? What's she supposed to do? Throw him out on a curb? She said she had to drive her hearse to her home in northwest Australia two hours away with the corpse in back. Mm -hmm. 
Did Richard ever, ever have one that was too big to get in the hall? Yeah, I don't want to tell this. We did have to struggle a little to get a gal out of the basement house once, but that's a famous folder story. Is that, her family still living there? Yeah, they're still Okay, family. let's not do it. Then. No, no the small-town folk don't have our sense of humor. It involved uh, taking down a wall. involved the fire department and turning sideways. So. Oh, and then the Royce mobile is playing. <laughs> Shoot a peasant. <laughs> no. A pheasant, not a, a peasant. peasant. Well, what happened to the fat guy? Where is he now in the morgue? Or yeah. oh, she was able. God. She had to keep her air conditioning on in her car, and then she was able the next day to buy a, uh, a case that was refrigerated to put him in. I wanted to point out, though, speaking oh, wow. of musical diversity, we I'm went from sweating. the smoke. Pope, or the Pope, 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 Smoke, Pope Smoke Stove to Horace Silver to Steely Dan to She's Too Fat. It's <laughs> okay. kind of my musical talent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, fellas. Just a moment. You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 40 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. I saw they. I saw them tweet out a picture of the show today, though. Yep. Doogie was with them. Oh boy. And when the photo was sent out, Doogie wasn't talking. That was one of the big upsets. <laughs> that's that's not possible. That was, uh, <laughs> that's not possible. Upset, right? Some that's kind of scoop. Quite the uh, I, uh, shocking upset. I hate to uh, pull you away from this fascinating topic, but I just tried the paint joke on my son, sixteen. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Right away, answered right away. <laughs> Did blue, he really? blue paint. <laughs> really? Blue paint. He knew. <laughs> Because all paint smells the same. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was confused. Yeah, that's probably because he's been told it in a high, right. uh, you know, yeah. in school. It's uh, the people he runs away with, mm -hmm. you know, this 16-year-old. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'm calling. I'm calling it. I'm calling on the way home tonight and try to but deliver I don't think, it. I think you need to. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I think you didn't have to write it down on a piece of paper. Yes, I think I you should be able to remember that. <laughs> did you write the joke down or did just you blue call? paint? I just wrote blue paint. Uh, and that'll help you. That'll enough. help me. Yeah, what I'd like to joke. see is you looking for that stupid piece of paper <laughs> in one of your 20 pockets. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, get, Hold get on. The, get the redhead over. What's <laughs> your name again? <laughs> you want a mine or what? Are you just here for the pool? What's going as on? I'm, uh, driving, uh, as I'm driving along, people will think I'm playing Pokemon. Right, kid, I got this question for you. Yes. What? <laughs> Why? It's upside down. How do? Yeah, my, let me put my glasses on. Hey, don't run away. Hang on. How does blue paint smell like red paint? Because it's blue. <laughs> See you later. Get out of here. Go. Get out of here, kids. Go, uh, me. Get the, oh, How does the red paint smell like blue paint? Why does it smell the same? Is that the joke? I don't get it. Maybe I wrote it down wrong.
You know how many jokes I tell a year? Oh. Like three. Oh. Are you a good joke teller? No. He is not really. Why? Why? Because no. you want to get to the point? Because he's a bad waiter. You know, Joe can tell a joke and say, and the guy's on the course and he's sitting there and he's telling, you know, and, and kind of paint a little picture. Royce, halfway through, he just gives up and throws in the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Kenny, you going to the soccer game tonight? Yeah, I'm going to be there. I've got front I like, row tickets. Kenny, I like ones about Jewish guys, and you can't tell those in play company anymore. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, are you comfortable? Muhammad. I make a nice, nice living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Muhammad asking Sid, what's the difference between a Jew and a canoe? I can't tell that joke. So, no, uh, you can't. Can't tell it. So, what good does it do? Can't tell Probably it. Probably best. Two two guys go down in the garment district in New York. Yes. No, a guy went down. He got hit by a car. Another came up to him and said, "Here, I'll put my I'll put my coat under your head while we wait for the ambulance. Are you comfortable?" He says, "I'm making nice litter." <laughs> You know what, Royce, you were right. This is the worst show on radio. <laughs> hey, hey, Billy, come over here. I wrote this one on, too. There's a guy that makes clothes out in New York. He, he, uh, he tripped on the, the guy tripped him, so he's laying down, and he's comfortable, and the guy says, I'm just trying to make a living. You know, I don't, I, maybe I wrote this one down wrong, too. Uh, Alex writes uh, via email. He says, I don't know whatever the opposite of a Marconi is, but you guys earned it today. <laughs> we earned it every day. Lady. <sighs> search for the game logs was really good radio. Yeah. You know what? You, but if it would have been, it's, it's really unfortunate. I wasn't trying to be funny. I wasn't trying to do anything. I couldn't find the damn thing. <laughs> But that's yeah, every right day. By the game log, it's right below that. And I'll peel back the curtain. I had it sitting in front of you, but yeah, watching my guy twist in the wind was just great. Me to- but we, here's what we don't know: is it a function of your incompetence or the slow computer? Both. No, the computer was there. Yeah. I just didn't so know it's your incompetence. my incompetence. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think it's incompetence. I think he just isn't interested. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he's interested in helping. <laughs> I, was, I thought my June 6th, even though it wasn't the truth. It was close enough. You know, Pat ran with He's like, hey, he's been up here uh, nine well, weeks. Well, because it was June 1st that he came back, so you were close. Uh, yeah, pretty we were darn close, close enough. Well, here's a stat of the day. Yeah. Here we go. Kepler's got 11 more RBIs than Joe Mo. Oh, uh, yeah, poor Joe. I think we should just leave him alone. But he's trotting in ahead of Kepler yes, a lot. Yes, Did I hear that Kraut is leading the league? In rookies. Uh, rookies. Oh, rookies. Oh, rookie home runs. Major oh, okay. League Baseball. Yeah. What about home runs? Where's he sitting there? Rookies, he's first. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. nice. Might be our sixth rookie of the year for so the Minnesota you, Twins. You diehards are going to peddle this guy, aren't you? You want to send him down the road. No, mm-hmm. no, I want to keep this kid. Are you well, kidding who me? Would peddle this kid. We want more Germans. Yeah, more you need Germans. More Germans. You need more guys they that got are. discipline, those Germans. <laughs> Joe, Joe, don't ask me that question like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> Say, why don't we uh, take a time out here and be yeah, back I shortly? Think that's a damn fine idea. But not- <laughs> <laughs> Make it a long one. <laughs> but now, for the past 165 years, Minnesotans have been enjoying all this great state has to offer. From Niagara Cave to the Lake of the Woods, did you know Minnesota spans more than 86,000 square miles? It's great. We can experience a state so rich in landmarks, landscapes, and adventures. With so many options, it got us thinking, why are so many Minnesotans limiting their home and auto insurance options? Today, 80% of Minnesotans have their 
other insurance with just one agent who only has one company. At the Canopy Group, we offer you 16 companies for your home and auto insurance and 40 professional agents. So as your needs change, we have options that continue to provide you with the best coverage for the best price. You wouldn't want to fish in only one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes, and we don't want you to be stuck with only one insurance company. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389 and get your insurance options today. Yeah, that's a... Kenny, the uh, since the, when are the, we taking calls? The, the deal is, we are taking calls. Oh, we just six four six eight two five five eight seven seven six one five fifteen hundred. Call me take... with any traffic questions you may have. Our EHC, uh, I, I use the EHC philosophy. Yeah, yeah. You know Which what, is EHC? what? I don't know it. I don't call you at work. You don't call me at work. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I love taking calls. Yeah, well. Well, you know what? Back when you were really call generated, you had a producer. You could be talking about solemn events. Yes. Famine in West Africa. Yep. Right. Can yeah. I play the caller, Patrick? Yeah. Can I? Okay, uh, Kenny, you're on. Uh, yeah, Joe, I got to make a move. Uh, they got a guy changing a flat tire on the Ide Mill ramp to southbound practice freeway. Uh no, yeah. the best one was when he'd call and say, "Oh man, a plane a plane crash today in uh, uh, you know Chicago, 115 dead." And yeah. Next caller, hey Joe, you want to hear my motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the other one. That was the other one. What am I taking here, Chris? Uh, Gill on line ten. Gill. Yeah, Pat. Uh, the fourth inning, uh, you can't go on pinch count alone. Because these guys are trained to go at least a hundred ten pitches, and he's yanking them out if they're going on to six inning, fourth inning, whatever it is, yeah. seventy-five, eighty pitches. Okay. This is this is a, they're making millions of dollars. Yeah, they should probably be able to pitch. Gil, you should have your own show. Gil, you need to keep this voice. <laughs> you are. I love this, this voice. No, I don't, these guys are pulling them out too, way too early. Hey, Gil, uh, could you say a phrase for me? Say there's going to be fines and suspensions. Say that. Just, just say that for me, would you? Who's Wally Carbo? Pitcher? No, you guys are crazy. We need to hear from Gil more. I don't even know who Gil was. I don't either, but I want to hear him. We'll take his call every day. I will take Gil's call Gil every was day. Wally Carbo with uh, as, a baseball, as a baseball fan. You kind of sound man. like Wally Carbo. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Although, because Kenny always instructed me that we don't have many rules on sports talk, but right. one of them is when yeah, you right. answer the phone, it's sports talk. Hang on. Hold on. Right. That's the screening <laughs> process. Full, you have been thoroughly PSA audio screened. Yes. My early, early, my rookie days, I'd ask them, do you want to be on? And then uh, about a week later, I'm just, hold on, you idiot. Just, you're, you're, you're super dumb. Just hold on. And what was Yatesy's line about callers? 
Don't I don't call you at your business. <laughs> don't call me at mine. Yeah, I don't call you at work. Don't you call me oh. at work. But Gil can get in anytime he wants. Oh, okay. sure. Yeah, well, he wanted to break it down. Yeah, Gil's, uh, you know what? I think Gil's probably of a believer that these modern players are just a bunch of wh wimps. Don't too you tight. Know? They're too, too tight. <laughs> too tight and wimpy, right? Too tight and wimpy. Yeah, There's no margin for error. No, that's true. All right, Gil. <laughs> Yeah, I think. Wait you know. a minute. Is he calling back? Is he calling oh, back? Oh, no. Really? He might be. The Reavers no, answer that. Right. How, did he on, get that how did he get the contest I don't know. line? I got the test. Probably from the dark man. Yeah. Just a minute. Oh, yeah, I can get you the are hotline. You, are, no is problem. this Gil again? If I want to be mocked, I'll, I'll call every day. I, I'm, not, I'm not here to be mocked. No, nobody was mocking you, Gil. Uh, yeah. We were just we were speculating that you probably think the modern player is a little uh, less manly than in the old days. Yeah, you're a dumb producer. He's too tight. They're, they're, these guys, their body's too tight. <laughs> you know, they can't. They scratch their uh, little boo boo. They ain't playing. Yeah, yeah right. No, That's true. I got a hangnail. Yeah, I got a four million dollar a year hangnail. <laughs> you're too tight. Hey, go take a bench. You're too tight. Yeah. <laughs> you want a big, fat, roly-poly guy who sells hot yeah, dogs right. in the winter. Give me yeah. a roly-poly guy. What's going on with the ice in Vegas? What do you got? You got ice or slush? What are we playing on? We're going to have so far. So it's far, hot we, out there, Gil. So far, we think we got ice, Gil. I can't play it. They don't got ice. You know what you don't want? Yeah. Ice is too tight. <laughs> no, you we want it. you want tight ice. You want I gotta tight go, ice. I got to go cut the grass. Yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Gil. Gil, that's our audience no right there. That's him. That's our guy. Slushies. That's P1. That's a P1 right there. Yeah, right, right there. Say, say everybody, Molly, he listens intently to the poop commercial. Everybody, everybody just take a breath. We're going to be back shortly. Not a garage logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. They texted me, did you make this? No, I did not make it. Okay, they shut the account down. Yesterday, I talked to the lady, and she said, tell me what one of your last purchases was. Oh, God. $1.61 at Sam's Club. I got the hot. <laughs> you went into Sam's Club for you $1.61? You bleeping hot dog? Bleeping hot dog. It's people it's, like uh... you that are ruining the world. <laughs> you got to stand in line between this idiot who has to get his card out to get a hot dog. I, I started scrolling down and I was really, I did get to the embarrassed. I'm like, uh, it was $1.61 at Sam's. I got the hot dog. Rolled weed log. Two bucks on you? I must not have. I must not have had any money. So well, you parked at Sam's, walked into that giant <laughs> warehouse, and bought a rolling meat log, and that's it. It's not an overstated meal for a dollar sixty-one. It, uh, what do you get with it? The fixins. <laughs> the fixins. <laughs> Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an email newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at GarageLogic.com. Middle Tennessee State. University of Washington in New York next week, whenever the NIT is, which I think it's usually Monday and Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. So if they win tonight, they they'll going be going to New York City, baby. To New York City for the final four of the for NIT. The final four of the NIT. Clem won two national championships in the NIT. 1992 and 19, no, 1993 and 1998, but I don't believe you can find the 1998 one in the record books anymore. Has she been expunged? She was expunged <laughs> along with the trip to the Final Four in 97. Just because 
some athletes were too lazy to go onto the internet and cheat right. on their uh, term papers, and they let Jan Gangelhoff do it instead of being like every other student and yeah. just order one up off the internet. I think you're being harsh. I don't know that we had the internet, <laughs> gentlemen. Oh yeah, ninety-eight. I don't we think had we, the, had the we had the internet, did we? I looked it up. Oh. Yes. When did Al Chris. Gore bring us the internet? Uh, 1998. I believe we have a very special guest who's uh, called in. Oh, okay. In honor of the uh, big Gopher uh, matchup tonight. All right. Uh, hello. Hey, Clem. How are you? Congratulations. Uh, okay. Hey, Clem. You're in. Uh, you know, you're there in Kentucky. You're not very far away from Murfreesboro. Did you go to see the game tonight? Uh, Murfreesboro is uh, uh, not far from Kentucky. <laughs> And, uh, Campbellsville. Cool. You're in Campbellsville, sir. That's, that's right. Well, not right now, but uh, I went for a little drive. I, I took a little drive. So, Clem, I have. I, I hate to test your memory, but the Gophers have only played the Blue Raiders in basketball twice previously, '93 and '94, and uh, and your club uh, whopped them both times. You were the coach then, of course, before you had to go back home in disgrace. Well, that's right. We put a little beating on this uh, fellow. Uh, many have met a fellow on the one teams, and uh, it was uh, it was University of Michigan basketball program. We worked hard back then, as you well mm-hmm. knows, Patrick's, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, I, I appreciate. Uh, I, I tell you when the internet uh, started, because I remember that uh, I don't remember what player. I one of my players did a paper on the internet, uh-huh. uh, a very fine paper, <laughs> way above. He did a fine job, and I, but I, I don't recall what years it was uh, for the internet. You know, Patrick said that you returned home in disgrace, and yet you've always favored Patrick. Uh, he wasn't being very charitable there. I don't believe I've ever said you've returned anywhere in disgrace. I'm sorry, Joe. I only like really, I only truthfully like to talk to Patrick's. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I know Patrick's been very hard on me, but uh, not really. I love you dearly. I'd take you back in a heartbeat. Well, see, uh, uh, Joe, you never come down to uh, Kentucky and talk to uh, my mamas about uh, making pies, and uh, you know, never. You know, Patrick. When you spent uh, uh, afternoons at my house, uh, remember many years ago? Remember that? Yes, that's true. I remember. Uh, you know, so Joe, uh, he comes down here, and I tell you, my my mama was baking a lot of foods. Right. Patrick, he ate many pie that day. <laughs> he uh, uh, so he he understand how it works. Uh-huh. It was what we see. called. It was clam. What your mama Lucy called a fried pie, oh, fried and pie. Uh, she'd put a little uh, you know cherry or apple inside the the fried pie. Mm-hmm. And then, mm. the, then the lard would go right on top of the wood oh, stove, oh. and uh, we'd fry her right in that yard and lard. And oh my goodness! Oh. You see now, Joe, I don't think appreciate. That's where we lose Joe. <laughs> large. That's right. You know, but uh, but I do. I know uh, rookie he, the, the producer uh, uh, son of yours. Uh, he uh, he liked to eat, but uh, you know, Patrick, you sit across the table from Patrick eating fried pie. You, uh, you gotta be careful. You gotta have a shield on or something like that. You got arms flying. He got uh, pie flying everywhere. You're apt to get stabbed. Yeah, exactly. So, and uh, and uh, kind of like um, uh, Governor Ventura's from way back. If you on an island and the uh, one turkey legs, right? Uh, what do you say, Joe's? You're not getting any. Right. That's the same way with Patrick's. If there one fried pie left, uh, you, you ain't getting the Patrick gonna eat that last one. So. Right. That's how that worked. But like, you know what I like best about you, Clem, down there in the farm? When you were really mad at one of your players, yes. you'd invite him down for the summer. You, you, When they were invited to come down to the farm, it was more than an invitation. We're going to have a little heart-to-heart, 
and it just happened to be bailing a you just happened to be bailing a new crop of hay and you'd you'd work that poor devil to the bone for about three days. They couldn't wait to get back to Minnesota and start shooting hoops again. Well that's what the that's a solution. That is one solution to that, Patrick. So what we have is uh, in fact, um, they all come back motivated, but really, truthfully, is what I tell you, is, and this is honest to God's truth, is that's cheap labor. You know, <laughs> yes, it is. That uh, is. It is. That. That's the non-union wages. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, of course, this young gentleman is going to be in, in shapes, so he pitches, he picks up one bales of haze, one bale of yeah. haze, <laughs> right. he throws it, and, and he works but then they come up and they say, "I never get in trouble again." Yeah. So that, that and they ate fried pie too, didn't they? Y'all <laughs> eat well. Y'all gonna eat well. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kick up a good pine and some good Sunday Sunday night foods. You know what I'm You'll saying? be watching that game tonight, though, won't you, Clem? I got well, one big screens, and you know what? You know how about that big screens? Huh? You remember one days we called back a long time ago, and nine hundred ninety-seven-eight, nine hundred ninety-seven-nine thousand. Remember, I had to give back all that money. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> I didn't give it back all that money. <laughs> I took care of for myself. So yeah. I bought a nice TV, and I like to watch much Madness on the televisions. Yeah, I do too. All right, say uh, say hello to Clement and Yvette, will you? Yeah, they're out there right now. I got them. Uh, they're working the tractors right now. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm sitting up calling from the barns right now, and they are. Uh, Clement, yeah, she she do work hard on the farms, and I'm gonna make sure that uh, that uh, w- w- I like the daylights. What's the, you you save on the daylight times? Right, that's right. You get, you get more work out of people's right. You have more lights. Do you understand right. the concept of that? I think we do. Because I have somebody, somebody, one of my players wrote a paper on that twos. I could send it over to you so you understand it. You know, that's okay. It's not a math thing. No. <laughs> Thank you very much, Clem. All right, okay, Clem. Whatever. Patrick, yeah. it's good to talk to you. I'll always have pleasures. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nice to talk to you, too. Whatever. Tonight, tonight, right here, 530 pregame show, 6 o'clock, the uh, Gophers in Murfreesboro.